everyone. Welcome to the Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast. Today we'll be talking to actor and photographer Christy Schwartzman. Christy is a New Yorker and Maine resident. You'll hear all about how the pandemic changed her location, but not her drive and not her focus. I wanted to have you on the podcast because I think that a lot of people think that living in New York or Los Angeles are the only options for entertainers and performing artists. And you just recently moved to Portland, Maine. And I want to tell the listeners that you basically can live anywhere you want now. Can you tell the Mm -hmm. listeners how your journey led you to your move to Portland? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. I mean, it has been a journey. And I mean, you know me from headshot photographer. By the way, your uh, little, your thumbnail looks gorgeous on Showgirl Tip of the Day. Who took your photo? Oh my God. You did, Christy Schwartzman. <laughs> you look gorgeous. Um, but yeah, I, the, it was always, it was always Broadway for me. That was like the Holy Grail um, since I was little. You know, my mom put me in ballet when I was like three years old and I was like, I don't want to do it, <laughs> but I did it. And I, you know, grew up dancing. And uh, by the way, I think everyone should take ballet when they're a kid. Cause it just like sets the foundation of discipline and hard work. And that that's really helped me throughout the years. And, you know, throughout high school, I had always like picked up the camera and done like silly photo shoots with my friends or made a little film here and there. But I didn't think that was like my, I was just so focused on Broadway. And I was like in high school cutting classes. I grew up in New Jersey. So I would like kind of cut class to like go to audition for Hairspray, the national tour in New York. In New York, and I convinced my parents to let me have a year after high school to just audition. All of it was always, you know, theater, theater, theater. And I mean, I even when I was younger, it was like Broadway, like Spring Awakening on Broadway was like final callbacks for that. So I was like dead set on that. And then I'm trying to like wrap this up in a nutshell, but it's like, you know, I I basically I booked my first tour, like just I I told my parents, give me a year after high school because I had been getting these callbacks with hairspray the national tour with Spring Awakening on Broadway. I was like, I can do it. Just give me one year thinking in my like naive head that one year is all it takes to to break through, right? But I did get something at the end of the year. I got a Nickelodeon tour, Backyardigans. I was a dancing egg. And it was, it, it didn't matter to me what I was or what I was doing as long as I was getting paid to sing and dance. And I showed my parents that I could do it. But anyway, after that tour, it was basically, I was, I was at a point where I thought that maybe I needed a little bit more training. And so that's when I decided to go to AMDA and AMDA was great. And I, I did the AMDA thing, trying not to, you know, go to auditions during, (laughs) during class and all that. Long story short, I I did theater and, you, you know, back then, you know, you had to, to live in the city to be going to those auditions. And I was, you know, on the the lines at 4 a.m. in the morning, signing up on the non-union list until I got my equity card and all of that. But there there was there was like a breaking point where I just kind of got to a point where I was burnt out, you know, and I was finding so much joy in like my other creative endeavors like photography and, and writing and all of this stuff that felt 
like I had a little bit more of like creative control. You know, I love, I love theater, but it felt always like there was a gatekeeper. And with photography, it was, it was just like an instant gratification. Like you, you're collaborating with another artist and then you could see the photo and it's right there. And it's like, cool, I made that. And so there was a point where I was at, I was in between gigs. And of course, in between gigs, you're waitressing or a lot of actors are waitressing. And I was burnt out from waitressing and auditions. You know what? And, and people, and my actor friends were already, you know, asking me to, to take their headshots. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to try like, actually making this my business instead of serving. And so I I did that. And that kind of like was like my focus for the last few years. And in that, of course, I'm like missing theater and, and doing, you know, doing my writing on the side. I wrote a web series and directed that. And that was like amazing. But there was always like a Oh, I miss theater. I miss auditioning for, you know, I was really interested in getting back to TV and film. And of course, like 2019, I was like, this is the year, like the <laughs> December two, 2019, I was like in, in 2020, this is the year I'm going to get an agent. I'm going to get a manager again. And I'm just going to, I'm going to go for it because I, I, I need to do it. It was just like, it just kept knocking on the door, you know? And I was like, and I started this photography business so I could have more control over my schedule so I can allow myself the time to audition but you know it just got away from me but so of course you know everyone knows what happened in 2020 we moved out of so this is coming back to your original question we moved out of our apartment in Brooklyn when this all happened we weren't that thrilled with that place anyway and we just wanted to get away and my fiance is from Falmouth Maine you know Portland's like super cute and we're like let's just it's half the price of New York too <laughs> like let's just try it and so you know we're renting here and trying it out you know fast forward to the end of 2020 I was like you know what let's just I'm just gonna put feelers out and see if there's any managers that or agents that bite, I found a manager that I really love who is totally okay with me living in Portland. And she's like, look, everything is, everything is remote now. You can self tape as long you for auditions. And as long as you can make it back to New York or wherever for the job or like an important audition, then like, go ahead live your life in Portland. <laughs> So I've been, my family's from New Jersey and I've, I've spent a lot of time in, in New Jersey over this, over the, the quarantine, but it's, it was just like, so, cause we have in our minds, we build up all of these like barriers that are not existent, exist, that don't exist, you know, and that was part of it. I was like, well, now I'm in Portland and I'm even further away from like, you know, theater and TV and film and, and everything that I want to do, but it's not true. I mean, especially now she's submitted me for projects at projects in LA and she's like, you know as long as you could get there. Right. I think that there is an advantage for those of us who like to travel. I love Maine too. I spend as much time as I can up there. And now that everything is taping, all you need is your equipment now. So I think it is. it has opened up a really big world for all of us. And I'm grateful for that. I personally am grateful. I do like the in-person audition, but it's yeah. stressful to go to one after you've been working your survival job late at night and then you have an early morning audition, mm-hmm. there's an exhaustion factor. 
we'll we'll see how this all plays out in the next couple of years. But I'm so happy for you that you have made some choices that just give you a better quality of life. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, look, I I Maine is beautiful. Portland is really cool. But I I'm like I'm a New Jersey girl, and I love the city. Like I miss the city so much. And we're probably gonna go back there eventually. So do you do headshots up in Maine or do you come down to do headshots for actors in New York? So for the last six months or so, maybe longer, I have been commuting to New Jersey and scheduling anybody who wants to travel to New Jersey. I have a space there. My my friends own a theater company, Exit 82. Um, and so they let me use their rehearsal space. And I literally have been packing up my whole studio into my Subaru and traveling down from Maine to New Jersey every single month. And I pack all my shoots into one week, all the shoots for the month into one week, and then, you know, drive back and do the editing and all that. And so that's kind of how I was sustaining my business during the pandemic. And of course, you know, I wore masks and everybody got tested and all of that. Um, but as you can imagine, I mean, it's like six and a half, seven hours without traffic. So it's, it got, it just wore me down. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to do that every single month. I'm kind of taking a break from that this summer. Also, there's just like a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. You know, it feels like we're finally like out and about and able to, you know, go on vacations and, you know, be with your loved ones and all that. So I'm taking a break from traveling from Portland to Jersey for the summer. However, I do have a couple of headshot sessions booked in Portland, which is cool because I didn't, I was like, where, I didn't know if there were many actors here. I mean, there, there, there is though, there, there's a little, um, film and theater hub here for sure. Yeah, for sure. There is. Yeah. You were starting to tell me about it when we did headshots last, but you know, the problem was it was still during the quarantine. So it's kind of hard to like move to a new city during a pandemic and expect and expect to like make friends and meet people and, you know, but I'm hoping to get more involved in that community, like, you know, going forward. There's some great dance studios up there too. And I'm sure they have adult classes. My friend has, my friend Michael has a a theater in Falmouth. It's called the Footlights Theater. And it's a very cool space because it seats 75. The chairs, you can move you can make the space a flexible space. He does small productions. He does a lot of comedy. He does straight plays. He does musicals. But it's uh, it's a cool little theater. And he's entering the ninth season, I believe. Oh, my gosh. I have to check it out. I think yeah, yeah, I've, passed, I've passed that a bunch a bunch before because, you know, my fiance's mom lives in Falmouth. So we're always over there. Yep. Footlights, he, Footlights Theater. Footlights, yeah. Okay. Footlights. And he runs it all by himself. And he does a Christmas carol at Christmas and he plays Scrooge. So, and he managed to keep it open. We just had a couple of people choose mental health and mm-hmm. physical health over an outcome where they might have been able to push through, but instead they chose to prioritize their own self-care, which is a huge change mm-hmm. in an industry where pushing through and sucking it up and doing it anyway is the norm. 
a lot of what we do is based on our appearance Mm -hmm. and our quote unquote type and our look and just talent is not always the factor that gets the work. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about your marketing materials. Tell us about the website you just revamped and uh, tell us where people could actually take a peek at that website because I think it's really good. Oh, thank you. I, I saw it the other day and that's what made me call you and say, hey, let's do this. Because I think it's a really, it's like a, it's like a magazine almost about you. You know, that's the feeling that I got from it. Like it was like a magazine (gasps) feature featuring you. I love that. Thank you so much. I worked so hard on that, Michelle. Like I, I had to teach myself how to make a website and I wanted it to be, there's different schools of thoughts on websites, like just have it simple, 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 like one page. And that's, that works. Everything, both versions work, but, you know, being a photographer and somebody who like enjoys that design element, um, I just wanted to play with the colors. And, um, I got, I hired a photographer to take not headshots, but more portraits that look like cinematic stills from films, because, I, my, I am still auditioning for, um, theater, but my focus has been like the last year or two TV and film. And so I wanted to, to take photos that looks like they were from a film. And, um, you know, it's been a lot of work getting clear on like where I fit into the TV and film industry. And at the end of the day, like we've talked about this before, like, you know, before every headshot session, I talk to actors about this, like, what is your casting? Where do you fit in? Let's, it's a, it's a subtle art of like, you know, dressing for headshots and kind of hinting at your casting and your essence and your vibe. And maybe it reflects the kind of shows that you want to be called in for, uh, the kind of roles that you want to be called in for, instead of just, you know, bringing like a, a basic tank top uh, to your headshot session or a color that matches your eyes, you know, I, th- that's great. Like, yes, like we should get those basic shots, but also really thinking about what you want to be called in for. And so I, I kind of started there and I, I put together, I might've done this for you or asked you to do this for your headshot session. I put together a mood board on Pinterest of like all the, the, the things that I, I wanted to incorporate. And I, I just pinned different actresses. Like I think I had on there at the time I was really inspired by Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman. And that's like a dream of mine to be in like a dark comedy kind of like thriller, a Promising Young, young Woman or a Simple Favor or like Gone, Go- Gone Girl. And so I took images from those films and I brought them to my photographer. And I said, like, I want to capture this essence, this kind of vibe. We went to New Jersey because I wanted to also capture that, like, I'm a Jersey girl. And I also you know, love like American hustle. I think I fit really well into that like 60s, 70s world um, that is like maybe like the gangster's girlfriend. So I pinned images of Amy Adams and American hustle. And so I made this Pinterest board and I got really inspired by it. And then I thought, where, what are these color schemes? Like what? So I took from that Pinterest board and I learned how to do basic coding on on Squarespace. And by the way, you could go to christyschwartzman.com. That's my website. But first, oh, first, this is important. I went on Fiverr 
Facebook.com to hire a website creator. And they created like the basic layout for me, but they didn't do all of the design that I have on there um, with like the colors and the the way the, the page scrolls and all that. So they just did like the initial work. So I didn't have to do everything myself. And then I just like went from there. I taught myself a lot. And it was like, honestly, like it took me like, I've been working on it since like the fall. And sometimes I'd be like, oh, I can't deal with this and take a break for a few weeks and like go back to it. But it was just really important to me that, and, and, you know, maybe people look at the websites, maybe they don't, but I just wanted a place where I felt like, yes, like that's what I want. That's what I want to put out there. That's who I feel like is, those are the roles that I, that I want to play. And these are the kind of films that I want to do. So I just, um, it's, it's a place where actors can take control of their vision and, and take control of their marketing and make decisions. So I just kind of went for it. I think that 70s vibe really shows through in it for sure. I I just, I loved it. And it really is a showcase of you and what you want to do, your style, your, I would love to see in a couple of years how things change for you because this is you now. And then, you know, later on in your life, after you get married and everything, you're going to change again. So it would be Mm -hmm. cool to like freeze this one and just put a marker in it. And then through the years, you're going to just evolve and change more and more. So it's cool that you have this, this is like who you are now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's always changing. I mean, I, I don't think that some people like understand their casting and their marketing, like right off the bat. And it's just so clear, but with other people, I think that it takes a little bit more digging into who you are and, and, and what you come into the room with. And I, and sometimes you just got to make a decision. And just like be like, this is what I align with. And let's see if there's any bites. And that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm putting myself out there. Kind of like a femme fatale meets Lucille Ball kind of thing. And let's see if it works. And if it doesn't work, then I'll change and figure something else out and try something else new. You know, I also, this is important too. I also looked at a lot of other actors' websites that I liked. So I was like, what elements of this website do I like? What elements of this website? And that's just by going on IMDb and seeing what, you know, the people that were in the shows and films that I wanted to be on and what their websites looked like. So like, it's a lot of research and a lot of like deciding like how you want to, like what you like, like what is your taste, you know? Yeah. And you have this, as a photographer and as an actor, you know that, people do get an impression from you. So how you style your shots, how you style your website and how you style yourself, you're basically telling other people where you fit in, in the business. And that's really important. I think a lot of actors, especially when they're first starting out, it's just so vague. And I think the more specific you get, the better chances you have at getting cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know what I, what I was doing really when I was in my twenties getting like early twenties, getting headshots and stuff, but I just, and sometimes it'll just come through. I just, you know, wanted, I liked that, like, you know, the sexy rock and roll kind of vibe. And then of course what I got, I booked rock of ages and I did rock of ages a million times and that suits me, but you know, maybe it would have been different if I showed up differently in my headshots. So it's like my favorite thing to talk to like the young actors, like right out of college and um, kind of like talk about this and be like, look, you have some kind of 
control over this. Like we can style your headshots however you want. Like what kind of roles do you like getting called in for? What do you find your like people respond to? Like, let's like, let's kind of go go off of that. And so they're like, oh my God, I never thought of that. So it's, it's fun to like see their eyes light up when we talk about this stuff, because I I didn't know this either. You're just kind of guessing. (laughs) Yeah. And you mentioned Carrie Mulligan. I think she's brilliant. I just listened. She and Emerald Farrell just did a podcast with Anna Ferris. Her Anna Ferris is unqualified. So that's an episode you can listen to. It's really good. Okay. What are some, what are some inspirations that you have besides Carrie Mulligan when you are watching film or watching television, who are a few of your go-tos? I love, I've, I love everyone from Scorsese, obviously. I would die to be in a Scorsese film. I love that kind of like crime drama feel. But then I also love Greta Gerwig and the, she inspires me so much how she went from, you know, acting to writing and directing. And she's just such a, powerful woman. And I, I, I love her so much. There's so many, but those are, that's what like jumps out at me. Like any, like any multi hyphenates, like the, the writer, actor directors, like that's the goal. I mean, that's the ultimate goal is to just be like creating your own work. And like, I, I love Margot Robbie. And I think, you know, she has like her production company and Reese Witherspoon and she has her own production company as well. And, just like making paving the way for the like female filmmakers and all of that. They're really focused on that. I love it. I love also, I do love David O. Russell films. I don't know if you've seen like silver linings playbook and I heart Huckabees. I mean, he did American hustle as well. I I like his, like his style. And I, I I just always respond well to his films. It's kind of like a dysfunctional family (laughs) drama comedy that I I love. I'm hopeful that you get a ton of auditions this year. Step by step it comes. Let's just talk about if people are interested in shooting with you, how would they reach you? Yes. So you can go to christyschwartzman.com and there is a little tab. I have like actor, photographer, creator and you could go to photographer anyway there's there's a place on my website and i think it's pretty clear where you can hit um photographer and it links out to my rebel darling studio website that's my photography business rebel darling studio uh submission form there on that website or christy at rebeldarlingstudio.com. I'm not that active on my instagram right now um but it is like at rebel darling studio but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right now I'm taking a break from my New York shoots, but if you're in the new, new England area, I'd be happy to do some headshots or portraits or whatever. It's just so fun to be like one-on-one. Like we had so much fun in our photo shoot. It's so fun to just like be collaborating with somebody one-on-one and to make them feel beautiful and seen and, and recognized. And so I, I, I do love it. So the shots I got when we did Booth Bay Harbor. First of all, Booth Bay Harbor is my favorite town in the USA. I know. And <laughs> we were in my favorite park in my I favorite know. town. 
So just showing you that area. And I was just happy that day. It was a one, the weather was beautiful. Yeah. And do you remember that little baby boy that kept like hanging out? He he was with his dad and he was watching us as we were getting like changing and doing the makeup and all that. I think those shots that you took really capture me. You're such a great photographer to work with because you know is the final product, you know what people are looking for, and you know how to capture it. And so my agent thought that I needed new shots. And then I was like, No, I just took these. And so she was like, Oh, these are these are great. I'm going to shoot with you again. And I'll come to Maine because I'm up there every week. Anyway, I have two jobs that take me to Maine on a weekly basis. I am so excited that you are here today at the Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast. Thank Before, you. Do you have any just little tips for someone who has made the decision to start auditioning? Do you have any just little nugget of wisdom for everybody? Yes. This may sound basic, but self-care, self-care, self-care. You need to be putting yourself first and just making sure that you feel aligned and your mental health is in check and you're taking care of your your body and your spirit and your emotions and 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 yeah find something else outside of theater that also lights you up so it's not your whole entire world and you have something else to turn to when you're feeling a little tired so true yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm so appreciative of your time today. And go to christyschwartzman.com and book some shots with her, please. Everybody. <laughs> thank you for having me, Michelle. So good to see you. The Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast has original music composed by Joshua Holloway. Find him on YouTube, Joshua Holloway Music. This podcast is written by Michelle Bruckner and edited by Michelle Bruckner and Joshua Holloway. Find me on Instagram, Showgirl Tip of Day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week with a new episode. Show, show.